Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Bachelor Podcast World. I just want to put it out there. I I have a rather large zit on my face. <laughs> and so don't let that keep you. Don't stare at it, Ryan. You can't our, even see it. Our okay. listeners can see it through their headphones, well, which is impressive. I just want to describe it to you. It's cracked. How about that? Mm. I'm Christine Lee. Hello, Katie Pilata. Hello. And Ryan Jones. Glad I haven't eaten today. Hey, you know what? I have to just put it out there because I want to be as honest as possible. Last night's Bachelor was a star-studded affair with a night of firsts and four women being sent home. And it looks like, spoiler alert, Ryan Jones's fantasy team took a massive hit. Sure did. He <laughs> lost three out of the four. You didn't lose any. I lost Angelique. You lost one, but... Par for the yeah. course, I think. Katie's Ryan only survives. has four people left on his team. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. only two episodes in. Well, let's jump right in with our friend Megan Mullally and her husband Nick Offerman, who have a way with words. You had to know that it was still going to be on the firsts. It was still going to be virgin and sexual innuendos and everything for this group date. Right. And I like how I think Megan said, tell us about your first, even if it's with pets. Or, <laughs> and I'm thinking, hold, hold the phone for one second. But obviously, first of anything that was important to you in your life. Yeah, I think it's a way to get people out of their comfort zone. Because when you think about, oh, your first, obviously, the initially, especially with Colton is, oh, you want to hear about your first time with a guy or a girl or both or whatever. But it's try to think about something that's a little left of center. Yeah, because immediately I was thinking, well, what if someone's actual sexual first was really unpleasant? So you don't want to talk about it. But then it became obvious that, you know, you could talk about just about anything um, first experience um, kissing someone, first experience dating someone outside of your of your race. Like there was a plethora of answers. Yeah, basically everyone went the love and romance yeah. route, even though they could have gone anyway, really. With their pets, pets or whatever. I mean, since we're asking, first experience, Katie, that you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> Ryan? Yeah, that's going to be a no as well. <laughs> you can tell the story, though, Christine. I'll uh, let you. F- uh, first time I, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the most amazing first. First time I gave birth was actually amazing. It's the most beautiful I ever felt in my whole life. All oh, right. Well, I, I have a similar story. Yes. Um, I didn't give birth, but. Um, Use the, the bathroom? The first time. Well, that was also beautiful <laughs> and continues to be. Um, and if it's not, you're not doing it right. But. No, the first time, uh, just as important as having a child, is the first time I got a dog. There you go. Was uh, I was a really terrible student, and that's not surprising. But my parents said, okay, you know what? If you get on the honor roll, we'll get you a dog. Thinking, ha, 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 never in a million years are we going to get it. And so that very next report card, I was like, here you go. And their jaws hit the floor because, again, my whole life I was, you know, C student. And... 
You pulled out some A's, huh? And right you away, showed I them. said, it, and it wasn't like, hey, congratulations. It was, okay, when are we getting the dog? It was did as he, I was handing it to them. And he named his dog Honorable just to shove yeah. it up. That's his right. How did you know? We just called him HR. There you go. And uh, and so, you know, they said, with your dog, there you go. There's, there's, a, there's a dog first. That's an awesome story, right? Ryan. And then I went back to being a terrible student. So parents, <laughs> don't do not do that with your kids because it, it only works once. How, Katie, still have no first that you want to... Share along with the class. You good. Your first I'm... first Bachelor uh, podcast? Oh, yeah. that was pretty amazing. We're like th- three, three years, years in it? or something already. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Crazy. Well, Incredible. back to the first on the show. I, I like how um, Demi um, managed to <sighs> just monopolize and take advantage of and think that she was actually maneuvering um, her way into getting the rose by stealing a a kiss in front of the group, which is kind of a big no-no. Yeah, we had multiple cat fights during this group date. Like, it wasn't just one villain not getting along with one person or everyone. But she kind of maintained that throughout the episode. Yeah, that's true. And into the next one, I guess. Yeah, she was... She got a little annoying. And we talked about last week a little how, oh, well, maybe there isn't going to be a lot of drama between the women, especially once Catherine, who was super quiet this episode, gets out of the way. But judging just by the, you know, the back and forth from the, they went back to the mansion way more than they usually do because everyone was talking crap about someone else. <laughs> and now most of it revolves around the, you know, the two uh, Hannah and Kaylin, the, the, the two beauty queens. Yeah. But throw in Demi, which everybody hates, and then Anyeka with the air horn, and then Sydney with the oh, pots so and pans. Well, all of a sudden, though, we don't just have one villain or one troublemaker. There's going to be a whole lot of cat fights, a whole lot of drama, and that's something I don't think... It's a lot more fun that way, personally, because I just get annoyed with the happy, happy, goody, goody, and since we have a happy, goody, two-shoes-ish bachelor, it's fun to have some contestants who are willing to rock the boat. You need multiple people to dislike on a season. (laughs) Not just one, not everyone. It makes it more exciting. But So what were your thoughts in, in all on the first group date of the season? Anything in particular other than it was just a lot more play on words and dancing around being a virgin. Yeah, I I thought it was just okay. Yeah. I didn't really there wasn't anything or anyone really that stood up stood out to me. Um, you know, even after the date, Demi had to go in and, you know, take the rose and wave it around like she was gonna get it, which she didn't. Foreshadowing. But um <laughs> it was just yeah, it was just an okay date for okay. me. I'm just it, it, I mean, I liked the performances, but I don't know. I thought it was going to go to somewhere else, and I don't know if that meant giving us more of uh, of the hosts or because um, sort of later on when we got a, a, a bit more of of Billy Eichner's, I kind of almost thought later, oh, yeah, yeah, are we going to get more of of uh, Nick and uh, Megan? Megan, yeah. It's sort of right after they sort of walked around and surveyed everyone, they sort of went away. And I was like, okay, I don't know. But I'm glad he didn't give Demi the rose because that was sort of where I thought this was going. I was like, oh, great. I thought so, too. uh, But speaking of, and I made a note here, uh, of Nick Offerman, if you haven't seen Hearts Beat Loud, it's a movie he did last year, my favorite movie of last year, 
Hashtag not sponsored. It's it's PG thirteen, so you can watch it with you know as long as you don't have super young kids. There's no violence. It's a feel good movie. Great music about a father and a daughter. Hearts beat loud. Nick Offerman's awesome. Wow. It's, but I I made a note because you know what I said a lot of people haven't heard of this movie. I haven't heard of Didn't it. Didn't get I any awards either. nomination or anything, but it's really really good. Where Tony is it? Collette's is it on Netflix or? It's not on Netflix, but uh, it can't be much to to rent. It's not yeah. on cable yet, but oh, okay. it's totally worth it. My favorite movie of last year. The music's amazing. So wanted hmm. to get before we moved on to the next date. Yeah. Two thumbs up. That's quite the recommendation. That's quite yeah, the recommendation. Yeah, you came here for Bachelor, you got a, mu- a movie review. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Colton revealed, you know, the first time that he shared with his football team that he was a virgin, and then he ended up giving the rose to um, Elsie. El- Elise. 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 I, always, I always go to Elsie for some reason. Just part of Colton's Cougars. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. Who else is... What's, what's go ahead, Ryan? Can we talk about how thirty-one years old is a cougar compared I, compared, it's, compared it's to relative, the group of girls? Uh, I think a cougar's relative to the age of who you're hitting on, right? If agree. you're older, yeah. But he's what, 26, 27? So, and yeah. to him, she's a cougar. So like still, he's twenty-three, and with all the other girls who are super young, twenty-three, Absolutely. twenty-four, yeah, maybe twenty-five. There's a group that's. I mean, to a, cougars. to a 50-year-old, a 63-year-old is a cougar. So, I mean... I'm just, I'm know. smacking my head while they're, you know, first like, oh, well, she's too old for this and she's not... The, like, with all her experience, she's 31. She doesn't have any experience. Are you kidding me? Yeah, compared, know, compared to him and compared to the rest of the girls, she's considered a cougar. Yeah, and I agree with Most that. Most definitely, that I label. Agree too. Uh, well, it's, it's so relative. the the couple thirty year olds are now Colton's cougars, and right. Ugh. Not even even like twenty eight, <laughs> cringing twenty eight, twenty nine. Like they're <laughs> still part of the cougar club because they're older. They're older, oh, exactly, Lord. and wiser. But the first one on one went to Hannah B. <sighs> and like again, we have this talk about the competition or the dislike or the consternation between two beauty queens that there's just something there there that we find out, you know, I guess more about later. But it happened to be Hannah B's birthday. This had such she did not let us forget it. <laughs> if you that was another if you drank every time she mentioned it was her birthday, you would be dead this morning. <laughs> but this is another date that had so much potential. It's her birthday. They're going out into the middle of nowhere where, of course, there's a hot tub because how could there not in be the a hot tub? In the middle of the desert. In the, yeah, because who doesn't have a hot tub in the middle of the desert, especially on a bachelor date? I feel like she has more um, uh, practice speaking to an audience than to one person. And she kind of said as much. But she's so used to being, you know, on stage and on that when you kind of have to be real it's pretty hard yeah it reminded me of a ari and lauren totally yes yes yeah. Walking because she the would ruins. she would just be like this is nice yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and like that's it and this was that's kind of what we got from hannah b too and it was just like like smiling nothing, the whole time like nothing even like, in a he, big smile, like one of those like weird big yeah, smiles when you don't know what to do. kept trying to get her to say anything, and all she did was just sit there with her smile, I don't know, and I then silence. Less is more and roll tide, so, but, you know. But I don't know, even because going into the dinner portion, he was like, if you, if she doesn't open up, then 
there's no way that I can give her a rose because I don't see any potential really with her. And even after she, quote unquote, opened up, like yeah. I still didn't feel like there was anything there for them. And but seriously, she ended the up only thing she, yeah, could, she, did. she could say is part of let's have a serious conversation is, why are you a virgin? Which he's answered that question 20 times already. Right. And even before he went on the show. So it's not as if she could say, oh, I never, it wasn't to me, it was in another conversation. Yeah. I mean, he's talked about it very publicly a lot. Yeah, and not only not only that, but then she was like, "Well, I wanted to be one, but then I wasn't." And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like you trying well, to out virgin him?" It's I don't not understand. really the same. Not really the same thing. But she she admits that she's had a hard time opening up to people, and obviously that's what kind of broke him. And he's like, "Okay, well, I guess you know." Which I get. Like that's honestly probably how I would be on in a setting like this. But I don't know. It's just. Like, this is your time. Like, this is your one-on-one time. You got the first one-on-one date, and that's it. And you like, could tell she was uncomfortable, and he oh, could yeah. tell, and he kept trying to ask her why, and she just sat there in silence. Like, you, you gotta, and then she toasted without, to herself. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you don't even have to open up necessarily and, and give a lot, which she didn't, but you can at least say, hey, maybe I don't want to get in a hot tub before we have a longer than two minute conversation if that's even it who knows we wouldn't know because she didn't say a word she just said okay and did everything but then didn't say why she looked and acted uncomfortable I think it's obvious that she's kind of slipped a few notches in Colton's eyes even though she got the rose you know if you're not able to have a conversation although your analogy you know maybe in the long run might work out yeah it might work out you never know which by the way they're now married they got married this weekend. Yeah. Ari and Lauren. In Hawaii, officiated by Chris Harrison. Isn't that so wow. Ruining Hawaii for, for everyone else. <laughs> Four or five months pregnant, I think. Yes. I don't remember. So, wow. Okay, then. Yep. Did they put that up on, their, couple. on the Instagram? Did, the, did they put the sonogram, have like a little... Yeah, a little baby line. Little, like, yeah, like the baby was in the wedding yeah. party. Like, the, I'm, I'm surprised that we didn't hear any of it. Like they added it into the episode last night or something. I'm sure Surprised. it's coming. Oh, well, I'm sure it's coming too. It's probably going to be fully televised. Yes, yeah, so this way they get their honeymoon and baby moon all in one. A baby moon? I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard of that? No, I've never heard of a baby is, moon. Yeah. yeah, you go on vacation before the babies do because after you're not going to be able to. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's not true that you can't take your kids on vacation. We we I took them everywhere. My husband wasn't too happy, but you can't take yeah. them. Well, okay, so the, you do no, it I before when everyone's happy. They mean like right after, life, but you know you can bring them. I think they mean like right after the birth. Like you're probably not going to go. This is fly true. to Hawaii. This is true. So they're ruining Hawaii for everybody. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, Ari. Ruining well, more we things. You can explore the other islands. I'm sure uh, she was like, "This is nice. This is nice." <laughs> Worried about letting someone else. Pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The the, uh, the next group date was um, 
ca- a campground. Yeah, Camp Bachelor. A campground where uh, Billy Eichner, like, he was dropping these lines that were like, if it the lines were a B-52, they would be doing a flyby. Like, yeah. it was like, there goes another Right, flies right over. I'm gay, and, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and, oh, wait, maybe you should try that. Oh, we have the first gay bachelor here, and he doesn't even know it. And Colton didn't know what to do with any of yeah, that. Yeah, he was just <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, I would watch that, just that part of the episode again, because it was so ridiculously uncomfortable and hilarious. Yes, this was, this was a better, a more entertaining date than Thank the first you. Yeah, anytime yeah. you can do a true competition. Yeah. Well, we had a wheelbarrow. What was the wheelbarrow? <laughs> yeah. Red Rover. Headers, people taking headers into the ground. I'm like, all right, this is what we're here That's for. That's got to hurt the uh, Botox. You got a Duck Duck Goose, which is one of the classics of all time. Canoe racing. Canoe racing. Tug of war. Tug of war. Although, why did Colton call them football bags? I don't know if you noticed that. They had the, the cornhole and... He called the, the beanbags really? football bags. Yeah, we got some football bags over here. Are they made oh, from I miss pig that. Skin? That's weird. <laughs> no, they're they're little bean bags. You've never you've played cornhole. You know, you you throw the. I mean, you I toss never, it into the. I never called it cornhole ever. We always called it just beanbag toss. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> yeah, but, but I've never heard. Yeah, you football. Bag. You take bean bags and you throw them in. Right. You know, and yeah. he said, "Yeah, we got football bags over here." I don't know what football bags are. I've never. Maybe he definitely it's a didn't know what to thing. say and made that up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's very possible. Maybe someone's it's like most of most of the season. Maybe I think. someone told him it was cornhole. He said, "You're trying to get me to say something uh, silly on it. I'm not saying cornhole." Probably. Um, but they they I like the they split them into the two teams. It was a large group date. There was a lot of uh, it got messy both verbally with you know with the jabs from Billy Eichner and then physically like you were saying with the face plants. Oh and the, yeah. The Botox being, you the know, mud. moved from one side of the head and to Colton, the other. And give him credit, he didn't pull an Ari and just say, oh, never mind, everybody can stay. <laughs> oh! I know, he just was like, no, you're going home. Bye. See <laughs> Red you team later. wins. Yeah, and um, Heather, Heather got the group date Rose after that. Um, is she on your team, Katie? Because... Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, because she kind of was a. I enjoyed watching Heather. I thought it was. I thought she kind of moved out ahead there. Yeah, she. I think started to come out of her shell. Absolutely. She got, you know, she got the whole virgin slash never kissed anyone anybody thing out of the way. Um, and I thought like she was she was kind of making it a bigger deal. Just because, like, you you know who you're talking to. Like, he's the same. You, you've never, I've never. So, yeah. I, like, I don't think he's going to shun you for it and be like, oh, no, I don't want to be with someone he like that. He respects the heck out of her Yeah, for that. But he is sort of the new kissing bandit, and she's never kissed anyone, and he's basically kissed everybody that he's come in contact with on this show other than Chris Harrison and Billy Eichner. So... Yeah, with, <laughs> that we know of. That we that we saw on camera. Yeah, and I think that he, you know, he definitely wanted to kiss her, but respected that maybe now's not yeah. the time. Although she that seemed said, okay with it, she said, "I, I thought she, maybe." I think she probably would have gone for it if he made the move. I but have he to didn't. tell you, if my first kiss was on camera, that would be the worst, most horrific, biggest oh, yeah, nightmare no, it would be ever. Terrible. I, you don't know what you're doing. Obviously, she's. 
you know, in her 20s, so I would imagine she has a better idea than you did when you were in high school yeah. or middle school or whatever, where you're just like, oh, I just kissed my pillow, now let's try a human. <laughs> but I would be devastated if my first kiss... He's lucky, because his first will be behind closed doors. Well, well, maybe. We think. <laughs> you never know. It Ratings could be, and all. Oh, my yeah. God. Can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? That was out loud. I apologize. <laughs> but it's it's interesting with her because you almost have to assume if she hangs around for another week or so that it's going to get to the point. We've seen this even with people who have had plenty of kisses, just not on the show, is once you get past a certain point where you haven't been even that scale of intimate with the bachelor or bachelorette, it starts to be a bigger thing. You know what I mean? We see yes. it every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, you mean people start to get, uh, there's the jealousies, or they get left out completely? Yeah, they get left out because they yeah. say, oh, every single person here has kissed him or her except me. Oh, and, and that's where you get the person stomping up and... And it becomes a bigger thing than yeah. it should be. Yeah. And so yep. it's, she has it on two fronts then, because she has the whole, hey, I've never kissed anyone, and then, oh, I've never kissed Colton, when literally everybody else here yeah, just about. and beyond has. Yeah. And then Kaylin had one-on-one time with him talking about um, her condition when she was a child and how they didn't think she was going to make it. And I don't know if that I don't know if that was the right time for a conversation like that. And I probably this is probably going to sound bad, but I probably would have say it. <laughs> I probably would have <laughs> felt more for her if earlier in the episode she wasn't like, oh, we, I need to show him who Hannah B. really is. Yeah, and like, queen, so. I need to do what I have to do to make sure that he knows. And then I was like, and then you pull out this story. Like, just the placement of it, I feel like, was the, probably just trying to use for the her The editors advantage. did their job. They right. sufficiently made you thinking that she has ulterior motives yep. for... You know, why don't you tell him a little personal story about yourself? He really seems like he'd be interested yeah. in that. And we share a love for volunteering at children's pediatric wards at various hospitals, which dovetails right into his cystic fibrosis. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, like obviously, I feel for her and feel for what she went through, but just the placement of everything was well, convenient. And that happens, I think, a lot especially this early, because you can say the same thing about Nicole, with, are you, because she told him about her brother, and mm-hmm. I think it's important to, to tell people how important your family is, because especially, like he said, my family's so important. But then she doesn't get the rose, and she seems super upset about, well, did she tell him about her family situation? just yeah. to get the it's rose. Like I told you about my brother and yeah. you didn't give me the rose. Or, <laughs> so, so it's, I think, yes, you need to open up and yes, you need to be personal and all that. But then when you turn around and make it seem like, well, I'm only telling you this so that you give me the rose. Yep. No, but at the same time, when you pour your heart out to someone and tell someone something that's deeply personal, you kind of expect them to... Uh, I don't know. You feel like you 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 feel vulnerable. It's vulnerable when right. you do that, and then you can. She may not. You, you it's you feel hurt when when maybe something doesn't come of it. Not necessarily that you have these 
bad motives, but you're just like, I put all that out there and... Right, but if multiple people are doing it at the same time, like only one person, you, can and get you it. need to, to you need to open up. We we say that a lot. Yeah. And he was very clear about that on his one on one, the the first one. But it's just there's that weird line that you have to walk of okay, fine, have these experiences, but then you can't turn around. I mean, clearly you can. You shouldn't turn around and then say, oh well. He didn't give me X, Y, or Z, whether it's the rose or more time or the next one-on-one, which we've seen in years past, or they didn't include me on this group date and they included this person, but I, we had this great conversation. It, it needs to just be, we're talking for the sake of talking, not I'm giving... Not quick, quick, yeah, thank you, exactly. Uh, I'm not telling you this, so you'll give me this or put me on this. God, and there is a fine line between too much, too much personal information because at some point you're like... All of this, and you're only 23. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. And yeah. I get it because sometimes we can talk about Heather. It, things become a bigger issue if he she doesn't tell him about that she's never kissed someone, and then he finds out after they have their first kiss, and the first thing she says, "Oh, that was my first kiss ever." Oh my God, maybe it becomes a bigger thing. Or yeah, yeah, when yeah. we were dealing with yeah. uh, the the 22 year old uh, on Ari season. Um, What's her name? The sh- short hair. Oh. The other back of the short yeah, hair. Becca, Becca. Becca. The age thing became, oh, well, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. Oh, my God. And it turned out she was more mature than he was anyway. Right. So, so it, it's, I understand there's two sides of that. It just, it's weird, like you said, to make, when it really seems like you're just trying to, you know, coerce a rose, basically. Yeah. Well, that's the strategy, and they're sticking to it. Although, it didn't work for four women, three of whom were on Ryan's team in the rose ceremony that, that, that went home. Uh, Alex B., Angelique, Annie, and Erica. McNutt! How do I lose McNutt this early? <laughs> Which I, I was telling Christine earlier that I had to look up after the episode to see the names of the people yeah. who got sent home because I didn't... Well, because none of them are on your team, so how would you know? Well, not, they didn't. They just like they didn't even talk. Like I knew Alex B. But, like, I didn't recognize Annie, Alex when she walked out. I because I saw the back of her dress. Like, oh my god! Okay, and uh, and they never put her name up on the way out. She didn't even get yeah, a like final Annie word. and er- Erica. Kind of look similar, and didn't really. I think. <laughs> Really, yeah. ever talked to him. I didn't know at all. Eric, I knew because of McNutt, right? Yeah, and Angelique, I knew. But I think they only talked to him the first night. Yeah, like I don't think they got any very forgettable anything. I mean, sorry, ladies, but for the show's purposes. Now, Ryan, <laughs> if you want to make a trade, <laughs> since your team was decimated, perhaps this is an opportunity for you to solicit Katie, who still has a full team, if you maybe, you know, are interested. You have Katie. You have Caitlin. You have Hannah G. Hannah G's strong. You have Demi. Yeah, I can't get my first pickup. Well, all right. But I, I'll I'll happily trade Demi. <laughs> yeah, because next, I'm good. Next week De- you're you're gonna pass on De- pass. Demi and Katie for Cassie maybe. Yeah, Ooh. I'm gonna pass. I think. I'll see even a two for one. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Demi's attitude obviously doesn't improve into next week. She just gets like younger. 
yeah. each episode. And the virgin jokes don't stop. And so obviously they never will this whole season. Ryan's checking his notes. It looks like you have something of. Was uh, she the one that was the, with the laugh? Yes. yes. Oh my God, can yes. she not? Because I just I, yeah. I made a note of like no more laugh. And I said, wait, who's. <laughs> oh, nope. That was fully Demi. Oh, oh my. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's. Yeah. You know, we talk about vocal fry a lot and how most of these women, especially the younger ones, have that, oh, my God. It's not as bad this year, I don't think, as we've had in years past. But this is not not yet. That's a good point. Once they let their guard down. (laughs) But this was almost the vocal fry version of laughing. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's really good. That was actually a really good impression. That's very It was really bad. Go, go, no, don't, no, go away. That's no And it was after... Everything. If if that's her real laugh, can, I mean, because you know you can't really control your laugh. Like to have a laugh, or even when you cry ugly, like when I cry hard, it's really ugly. So to have like a laugh that is tough to listen to. Maria Menounos is one, and she oh, and yeah. she jokes about it too. She's like, I realize this is the one, and she's got everything else going for her. So so she has. Yeah, a and laugh then she starts laughing. laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I mean. It could be a deal breaker, though. You think? Oh, yeah. You just don't for tell me, jokes for me it would in be. the relationship. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem with Colton. I don't think. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of laughing. Listen, I I think Colton has been pretty solid for the first two weeks here. Uh, not everybody's been as impressed. I don't think anyone's ever going to mistake him for the life of the party. Yes. Okay. You know, nice guy, sure. Comedic timing. He's like no. the quiet. He's just like the quiet, good-looking one. In the room, like not, which sometimes ends up being a serial killer. So we just have to remember. Sorry, that. You saying Colton serial killer? <laughs> That's gonna be the headline of this now when we put it out there. Colton Underwood serial killer? Question mark. Or All just right. quiet. Oh, just quiet and scary. Well, I think we covered pretty much everything in this episode. Uh, once again, Demi's attitude. We'll get a you know check next week and. Uh, <laughs> Cougars. Cougars. Bachelor Podcast. You can find us across all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Katie Pilata, thank you so much. Thank you. And Ryan Jones. See you guys next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.